Hello and welcome to Lawrence Fork in Kansas, the podcast about the people and the stories behind the local food you love. I'm Jake. And I'm Kristen, and today we're interviewing Kelly Huslick and Chris O'Brien of Uplift Coffee Shop. Today we're talking with owner Kelly Huslig and assistant manager Chris O'Brien from Uplift Coffee Shop. Kelly and Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, of course. So, you know, in case any listeners haven't uh, haven't had a chance to check you guys out yet, you know, Uplift Coffee Shop is a you know you're you're a relatively new new uh, local coffee shop up there in North Lawrence, uh, and you guys are serving everything you know all different kinds of coffees, pa- pastry, food, other beverages. You know, nice iced uh, iced beverages as well. Um, and really the thing that I, I think really sets you guys apart is just your strong sense of community up there. I think it's really, you guys have really generated, you know, even in the times of COVID have really uh, generated, you know, such a, such that, co- uh, I don't know, that traditional coffee so- shop sense of, uh, you know, sitting around and ha- ha- chatting around a cup of coffee. So, um, just, we just really like what you guys are doing up there and are excited to talk to you today. Thank you. Yeah, that was, that was one of the main goals was to really, um, create a sense of community in a in a small space um, that's easy to access um, for lots of people. So the whole point is is for people to be able to build relationships um, and then be able to go about their day and and have a great day. So um, that's kind of been our mission from the get go. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I think you're doing just that. Yeah. So, um, Kelly and Chris, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Are you guys from Lawrence originally? We actually. Kelly and I grew up out in Western Kansas. Um, we are sisters, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we grew up out in Western Kansas, and um, and then, but Kelly has lived here in Lawrence. Um, I'm not oh, sure, Kelly. Fifteen Kelly'll, years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just moved up here in December. So oh, okay. um, yeah, so I'm a newbie to the area, but she's mm-hmm. been here um, and knows the area very, very well. And so, Kelly, so so you've you've been here 15 years, you said. Yeah, over fifteen. Uh huh. Oh wow! So what brought you? What brought you here from uh, out west? Well, so my husband and I moved around for a little bit. Um, he's been in the transmission business, um, the electrical transmission business, okay. and so his job would kind of take us different places. Um, and during that time, I was in um, the school business. Actually, I was a teacher, oh, wow. and um, he ended up taking a job that landed us in Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is what brought us here was actually his work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our family has loved Lawrence and made it um, our home. And so that's why we've been here for so long and um, just love being a part of uh, such a great community. So what kind of, so I guess, so you're in the, you know, you're in the, a teacher for, uh, or the uh, school system for a while. So what, um, what made you decide to open a coffee shop? And it's a big, it's a big right. cha- well, jump. It, it, a little bit, yeah. except it's, you know, it's still the people business. And that's so, so that's, that's mm-hmm. what I'm all about is working with people and building relationships. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of that common thread that runs um, throughout what I've done um, and what I enjoy. So, um, yeah, but I was a teacher for several years and a school administrator and um, during that time, I would start coffee groups. I would love to start my day with a cup of coffee and mm. all those different things. And to me, it's just one of those um, great, great ways to really communicate with others and to build relationships. And so I knew when I finished within the school 
um, within my, my career in the school that I wanted to do something within that mm -hmm. area and continue helping others build relationships and being a part of that and to create an environment where that could be successful. So um, the coffee shop was the perfect fit for me. And so that's kind of what led me down that avenue. Oh, that's awesome. And how about you, Chris? Do you have any um, sort of like, what's your background? Do you have any like restaurant or food background at all? Or how did you sort of get involved? Because no. it sounds like you must have moved here right before, you know, Uplift opened. Right. So. Yeah. Um, no, my background um, and passion is marketing, uh, mm -hmm. specifically digital marketing. Um, so last year, uh, about last late last summer, Kelly approached me about um, possibly coming up here and, and helping her with this new venture. And so... Um, yeah, we kind of put things into motion and I moved up here over Christmas and then we opened the last part of January. So yeah, I've just, I, my background is all digital marketing. Um, you know, and so this, it was my passion and she, you know, she really wanted someone to kind of come in and, and handle her marketing for her. Mm -hmm. And so that's, yeah, that's been my role so far and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. That's a really, that's a good partnership there. Oh, you know, yeah. kind, of, kind of being able to uh, bring, bring you two together. And, and it's always fun, I guess, I imagine to, to be with the family again too, be closer to each other. Yeah. So, so that's really great. Um, so yeah, so, um, but you know, even I always think of, you know, it's, it, it's one thing to think of the idea to do a coffee shop. So what did it take to then, you know, like actually do it? Uh, yeah. To, you know, <laughs> how long that, how, how that process take? I can imagine it's, you know, being not in that industry for, you know, most right. of your career, I imagine that's a that's a big hurdle to jump, right? Yeah, kind of daunting. It, it was a large hurdle for me. Um, I love to learn. I'm yeah. all about being a lifetime learner. Right. And so the first thing I did is, well, I gave myself a little bit of break from school, but um, my husband travels a lot with his job. He's now a, a consultant. And so um, for about a year or so, I tagged along everywhere and I mm. would go to coffee shops all over the country. Mm. And um, and I would talk to owners and I would pick their brain and they would be so generous and kind um, and helpful for me about what worked, what didn't work, um, you know, what made their coffee shops different. And I really spent a lot of time developing the concept that I wanted and visiting other places that I felt like were a great fit. And, and um, so I did a lot of that groundwork research. And then um, I went to Coffee Fest out in Denver, Colorado. Had a great mm -hmm. time. I did it all on my own and, uh -huh. and just went and explored it, all of it, and um, learned so much in, in that environment and made a lot more contacts that I used mm -hmm. um, to further my learning. And then my final piece was I attended coffee school down in Texas. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was a, a great... Um, that was a great experience for me to continue learning and really more about the business part, um, the nuts and bolts of what machines to get, um, more about the coffee specifically, the roasters to use, um, just all of those little pieces that just visiting a coffee shop, you don't really get mm -hmm. that right. knowledge base. And so coffee school really kind of helped um, be that link for me and um, provide um, fantastic training for me. And so that's really what, what got me started into all of it um, and, and researching the area. And it also taught me how to really look for 
great places to have a coffee shop within your community. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because Lawrence has fantastic coffee shops. Mm -hmm. So they don't need another fantastic coffee shop right next door. So right. um, it was really um, taking all of those different knowledge pieces and, and putting those together. Yeah, because yeah, I, get, I mean, you really found you know when I when I heard of you guys opening, I'm like, oh yeah, that's a that's a perfect spot because yeah, you know, North Lawrence, I think you know, does not have, did not have a coffee shop, so I, I think that it's kind right. of right, definitely, a, you know, a lot of businesses are starting to grow up there too, so mm -hmm. yeah, that's right. And North Lawrence is actually known as being part of the food desert, right? So if, right. if you don't have those opportunities within a certain mile radius. Um, that's also a piece to look for is, is helping to, you know, to, to meet a need. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that was, that was a, an important part for me was to fit something that was needed mm -hmm. to move in where, where that was something that was actually, um, going to be helping the community. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's nice too. Cause I mean, for a lot of people, if they're getting on you know, I-70 to go to work, it's on the right side of the street to just kind of zip right in and get something and then be on their way Absolutely. to work or whatever. So that's great. Yeah. Right. And that was, you know, that was a part of even the menu design, um, mm. knowing that many of our customers would be those individuals that are heading off to work and need something that's easy to eat mm -hmm. and drink while they're driving. And um, so a lot of the different items on our menu are actually items that are not going to get all over your clothes <laughs> and yeah. you know um and and they're friendly as far as being able to just use your hands and eat them as you're traveling because um i wanted all of those pieces to to help make everybody's day better the last thing you want to do is hop in your car right and spill something all over yourself and, right you know your day's not off to a good beginning <laughs> so yeah you know so things like egg poppers pancake poppers and protein balls, all those different things really fit that niche of trying to help that person get on their way to work and have a great day. So smart. So thoughtful. I like that. Um, so where did it, you know, so, so you found that spot. I mean, how, how did you happen across that spot in North Lawrence? Because yeah, I think well, it used to be a, uh, a dairy. dairy, right? Or So we... beside us was the dairy. Okay. Um, and I guess right where I was actually several years ago, there was a coffee shop in that exact location. Yeah. Um, yeah and so... What I did is I went around to all different parts of town and I sat and I checked car counts. Um, you know, you can find those on the city web website, but I would go and double check those car counts and um, all those different places and really look to see where, if I was heading, you know, somewhere, where would I want a coffee shop? Because I was a huge coffee person. So mm -hmm. um, really it was about searching for those different areas when I would go to leave town or um, that I would go, gosh, I wish there would be a coffee shop here. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, where I would start. And mm -hmm. um, I looked at several different locations, um, just really fell in love with that spot where I am because it also offered the availability to do a back patio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that was difficult to find in Lawrence was a place where, um, you know, you could be outside and with some nature. I'm growing up on a farm. Um, I'm all about nature. Mm -hmm. So, um, having that little piece was important for me. And so that spot, it was just the sweet spot. It hit all of the boxes for me. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That back, that back patio area, like you said, I mean, that's, it's, it, you guys have done a great job with that, setting that up and, and yeah, all the seating you have out there, a little, little water feature out there. That's it, really, uh, yeah, you really created a little, even though you're only like a couple minutes from I-70, you know, you feel like you got a little oasis right. there. 
Absolutely. It was great for us. You know, we worked with Brad Cheney with Nature's Aquatic Center and Pine Landscaping. Yeah. Um, they just did a phenomenal job really helping what I was envisioning, bringing it to life. And um, that was just great. Um, and it turned out better than I ever could have hoped for, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. So where did the name Uplift come from? So the name Uplift Coffee Shop came from the whole concept that I tried to develop. Um, you know, the whole point was that when somebody walked into our coffee shop, from the minute they, they hit the door or the, now the back window as we had to adjust to, but, you know, from that point on, our whole job is to make their day better. Right. And um, from the greeting to what the, the um, mood is within the coffee shop, the mm -hmm. decorating of the coffee shop, all of those different pieces all come together to make their day better. And um, I worked with a man named um, Dan Billen, um, mm -hmm. and he really helped me. I, 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 I spent a lot of time talking to him about the concept that I wanted, and I kept mulling around all different names, and he said, you know what, I would be happy to kind of sit down and, and work on that part. And so he did, he took my concept and then shot me back about 20 different names hmm. um, using that concept for me. And, and all of us in my family, you know, this is a, this is a family thing. Um, and so all of us as a family kind of sat down and Chris and her daughter Macy, all of us were like batting around, you know, what are these names like? How do they feel to us? And do they, do they catch the concept? And um, Uplift Coffee Shop did. It was, and, and then Dan also helped develop the, the logo, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so that's how that whole piece kind of came together. That's wow. awesome. And I really love the, the slogan too. Who ended up coming up with the, the I just like the uh, elevate and caffeinate. The hashtag. Yeah, hashtag. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the marketing guru there, Chris. <laughs> she is fantastic with those things. And um, yeah, she was just like, oh, hashtag, elevate and caffeinate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Um, and that's, you know, that's even inside of our shop. It's kind of fun. There's a little piece where we got that painted on a wall and, and yeah, that, that sums it up perfectly for us. Yeah. And that's, that's something we want to touch on too, is, you know, I mean, obviously during COVID times, maybe the in, inside, uh, inside hasn't been explored too much by everyone, but I mean, man, you know, we, we've been in there and, and just, uh, really, yeah, you did a really great job on the inside. It's such a, it's such a really cozy environment. I think you, I really, we really like that, um, you know, that community, but like kind of bulletin board you have set up in there. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, what went into that design too? Was, was that, um, yeah, just those partnerships again or? Kind of right. So the word up wall, um, mm -hmm. that was a piece where we just, we really wanted people to be able to encourage each other and to be able to put great quotes up there and just a, a part of that positive vibe. Right. And, um, and then we also have a mural painted um, on one of our walls. And that was a connection that I had with a teacher. Her name's Julie Hammer and her daughter is Katie Hammer. Katie's going to KU right now, mm -hmm. uh, majoring in art. And um, so local artists. Mm -hmm. And I told them I want, you know, the Lawrence flair. I, I want those really cool spots in Lawrence that, um, you know, that are, that mean a lot to people that are kind of icons in our, in our city. And so um, anyway, they're the ones who designed that mural and um, the word up wall has been fun. It's not quite as active as when we first opened and everybody was inside. Right. Um, but we are starting to notice that's starting to tick back up and it's time to clean it off so that we can restart it again. And, 
and um, collect more. So, um, so yeah, kind of, you know, going back to the whole COVID thing, since you guys opened in, you know, late January, you had about a, like a month and a half maybe of kind of normalcy before everything <laughs> changed. So how did yeah. you have to, you know, kind of shift your business model and how have you adapted? I mean, I've definitely seen on social media, you guys have done a lot of different things to, you know, still get, um, you know, your business and your food and coffee out there for people, um, in spite of COVID. So it'd be interesting to kind of hear what, you know, went into developing that. It seemed like you were able to pivot pretty quickly, at least from our perspective, just looking at social media. Yeah, we, you know, one of the, one of the things that really helped us is that, um, Kelly had her Jeep, um, prior to all of this happening, mm-hmm. she had her Jeep outfitted with an uplift logo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just so when she was out and about, people would, would recognize it. But, mm-hmm. um, when everything, uh, kind of shut down, we, you know, we just, Kelly and Trey and I, we sat down and we're like, okay, we need to, we need to make a decision. Are we going to go ahead and move forward and stay open? And if we are, how are we going to do that and be successful with it? And, um, you know, really it just kind of came down to, um, the basic principle of, um, folks are not necessarily going to feel comfortable coming out to us and getting a cup of coffee. So we are going to take it to them. And so, um, we, you know, came, we came up with the Corona wave. So we would load up our Jeep with coffee and our homemade pastries from our bakery. And, um, you know, we would, it was the concept where we'd pull up in your neighborhood and neighbors would come out, grab a cup of coffee and a pastry and do their little Corona wave from mm-hmm. six feet away, you know, mm-hmm. so they could social distance, um, but yet still have a chance to, um, you know, to say hi to their neighbors and catch up and, um, and still have the luxury of having that great coffee. So, um, we really kind of saw it as something to just kind of help us get through the tough times, but it honestly has really snowballed into kind of a successful thing. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's, it's going to be part of, of uplift going forward. Uh, we have renamed it. We've renamed it little brew so that, um, people can still book it for their business or for their neighborhoods. Um, but we were tired of calling it Corona. We needed something yeah. more positive than that. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. So we've renamed it and, um, it's continuing to go out on a daily basis and it's been great. So that's awesome. And how do people reserve that? Is it, uh, just call it, you guys or pretty simple? Um, they can get a hold of us anyway. Most of it is done through, um, social media. They can just shoot us a DM on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. They can call the shop, um, email us, you know, through our website, any way to get a hold of us. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy to, to book. There's no, you know, there's no fee to book it. It's, um, we just roll up with our pastries and our coffee and each item is, uh, priced at three or four dollars and it's pretty simple so yeah yeah that's yeah. great that's really funny. one of the great things that came out of that that i absolutely have loved is we've gotten to be a part of people meeting their neighbors mm-hmm. so if something positive can come out of this i mean how awesome to be a part of somebody going yeah i live in the house over there with the yellow door and i live in the house <laughs> over here that's got the gray you know it's super fun to yeah. to see those relationships starting. So even though we weren't getting to be a part of relationships really um, developing at the shop, we got to see them um, right where they live. And that was so fun. Um, and and I'm, in, I'm thrilled that we get to continue to do that. I mean, we went out last week and just got to see that again. And 
And how fun is that for communities to, you know, right there in their little neighborhoods to meet up and, and to learn about each other. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, I, I really think that's a, it's a really cool idea. And I, yeah, I know during, I think during these times, yeah, I you know we've, we've taken to walking around more and it's like, as you walk, it's like everyone's w- wanting to say hi. Cause like, hey, like people that, right. you know, normally you wouldn't bother maybe saying right. hi or something, but everyone's, you know, kind of starved for that interaction. So um, yeah. great to get to do it, you know, with coffee and a treat. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think something else you guys have kind of done, and maybe you would have done it, you know, with or without, um, you know, COVID happening, but we, we really, you know, helping bring people in as, you know, using that patio, like we mentioned, and you guys do those, uh, Wednesday late night concerts, right? Yeah. Those have gone over really, really well. Um, I, part of my background is, is, um, I've been involved in, in booking artists, um, at different Mm -hmm. venues and, um, she, I mean, she has the perfect patio for it. It's right. just, it's stunning and it's shaded. Um, so that even on the warmest of days, it's still, you know, probably 10 to 15 degrees cooler under that shade. And, um, it's just, it's a great venue to, to have live music at. So, um, we're continuing to book those on Wednesday nights, Wednesday late nights. We're also working on, um, booking music for Saturday and Sunday mornings as well. Um, so people have just enjoyed it so much. So we encourage people, especially on the Wednesday nights to, um, even bring their own lawn chairs, Mm -hmm. you know, and set up because a lot of times those tables do fill up pretty quickly. Um, but it's so much fun. We have desserts there, um, that we don't usually have throughout the week. So it's just kind of an extra special thing for, for Wednesday, uh, late nights. Yeah, that's really cool. And, and yeah, so, I mean, obviously, yeah, Lawrence has got quite a few, uh, you know, artists and, you know, musicians and all that, that are interested. So I imagine you haven't right. had, you probably haven't had too hard a time filling the spots. Or? No, we really <laughs> haven't. And it's, yeah. you know, uh, every couple of days I usually hear from someone new that says, Hey, Yep. You know, I've, I've heard about your venue, you know, um, and, and they shoot me their, you know, some samples of their songs and, and we go from there and get them booked. So, um, yeah, it's been great. And, and music of all, you know, music of all genres. So we've got, we've had, um, pop, we've had folksy, um, we had some indie pop that was really kind of cool. <laughs> um, just some really neat eclectic vibes going on. So been a lot of fun. So we kind of already touched on this a little bit, but, um, you know, Uplift is a a family run business. So you guys are sisters and then, um, Trey, your barista, that's your son, correct? Kelly? Yes. Um, so what's it like, you know, kind of working so closely and having it be sort of a family project? Is it kind of great or is it kind of stressful or a bit of both? (laughs) (laughs) You know, actually that's been one of the biggest surprises to me. Um, I thought it would be more stressful than it is. Now, maybe the other two are more stressed dealing with me. I don't know. But really, for the most part, um, it, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I think that probably um, maybe the more difficult piece would be for my, my husband. My husband also comes and works a lot at the shop, mm-hmm. you know, which is so funny. He's an engineer and he's usually doing dishes. So I think that's <laughs> hilarious. But anyway, um, you know, I mean, he lives the coffee shop and that wasn't really what his choice was. So it's probably more difficult on like Chris's daughter, Macy, mm-hmm. um, because she spends a lot of time at the coffee shop and that maybe isn't her, um, what she would usually want to do. And my husband is there a lot. Um, so I think it's probably more difficult 
for those people, those, mm -hmm. those of us that are there and that's part of what we do. I mean, we just live it, right? Mm -hmm. Like yes. it's, it's part of everything. Um, and so, but it's also really cool to be able to share a dream like this with all of the family. Um, mm -hmm. And my two daughters, um, both of them live in different locations. I mean, they're a part of it as well when they come home. And, um, and of course, they're always asking about how everything's going and, and giving ideas or, you know, great sounding boards for me. So they're also a part. They're just not physically mm -hmm. right here. But it really, for the most part, I don't know, Chris, you might have a different thought on that. But I thought it would be more challenging than what it's been. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, um, it's, it has been a lot of fun and I really don't think it has been stressful, um, aside from what we've gone through, <laughs> um, you know, throw that in, but, um, currently I, I live with Kelly. And so, uh, even after the shop closes, you know, um, we still have supper in the evenings. And a lot of times, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's when, you know, we're throwing ideas around and talking through things that's going on at the shop. Um, it's, I mean, it's great. Yeah. It, it honestly has not been, it, not ha it hasn't been a source of tension, I don't feel like, but um, it's just been so much fun to share um, and see that things, you know, how well things have gone for Kelly. And, um, and then when we have our extended family get-togethers, it's so much fun, you know, because we go and hang out at the coffee shop. We just took family pictures at the coffee shop on the patio, and I mean, it's just fun. We all get to get to share and how successful it's been, so oh, it's been really great. Cool. So kind of to, to switch gears to, I mean, obviously, your coffee shop, so we got to talk about the coffee. Um, so I think we saw you guys source, uh, I think it's Cuvée. I, I don't know mm -hmm. if that's how you pronounce it. Um, right. But, yeah. uh, so you sourced cuvee, kind of what, what, what went into that decision? I mean, I, I know when you get into coffee, I mean, man, there's, there's too many, so many options out there of who to, who to, who to buy it from and what roasters to pick or, you know, so yeah, what went into that? Decision? Absolutely. Right. Um, and I spent a long time trying to figure that piece out. Um, when I went to coffee school, that was when my final decision kind of came about mm -hmm. Um, because they gave us a list of tried and true roasters that over a long period of time have been consistent. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was looking for really was a, a huge piece of consistency um, and reliability. And so I was, that was important to me. And Cuvée was on that short list. Um, and Cuvée also lands up there in the top you know, the top five in some of the huge competitions over and over and, and very dedicated. He's been co doing coffee for over 25 years. So very dedicated, um, to developing coffee. And the other thing that I really loved, which was a huge piece of my decision was, um, because he's a fairly large roaster, he has developed those personal relationships with those farmers, um, and makes a large enough order with them that it makes a permanent difference in their life. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to just do a, a, a small change for a farmer. I wanted to be able to really be involved and in, in supporting where we're going in and making a huge difference that's going to be long lasting. And so that was important to me. Um, the other thing, like I said, you know, Lawrence has fantastic coffee shops. We also have a lot of great local roasters. Um, and those are offered at a lot of our local 
coffee shop. So I wanted something that was a little bit different mm -hmm. that, um, you know, you're not going to find it at some of the other coffee shops. So when you come into Uplift, it, it's just a completely different experience for you. Um, and likewise, you know, when you go into other coffee shops in Lawrence that are fantastic. So, so I just wanted to be able to offer something completely different for everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's nice always, you know, with coffee, it's always nice to try different, different things. So yeah, I agree. Right. It's it nice to have a, you know, yeah, no one else was offering Because I've, I've heard the name Cuvée. I mean, it's a pretty big, yeah, like you said, it's, right. a, it's a pretty well-known established name. So it was one of those things I, yeah, I can't say you could get it anywhere else in Lawrence. So yeah, that's a good right. call to yeah, kind of diversified in. the Lawrence Coffee scene a little bit that way. Yeah. Right, yeah. absolutely. Um, so you guys have, I mean, your menu is huge. Um, it's great. You have a ton of, you know, different um, coffee drinks, espresso drinks. You've got um, homemade lemonade, and you have different syrups that you can put in it. You've got um, blenders that are frozen. Um, how did you decide, like, what to offer, and how did you come up with all the different things? Is it just kind of like whatever you like yourself or whatever you thought would be popular or something else? You know, um, I mean, of course, the menu is fluid and, and we're always looking at it and redeveloping, you know, looking mm -hmm. at things differently and, and tweaking things. Um, but when I worked, I worked with a chef from U.S. Foods. Um, one of the challenges that I would face when I would go into coffee shops was finding something healthy to eat mm -hmm. with my coffee. Um, I didn't always want... Well, I probably always wanted a, a fantastic <laughs> pastry, but yeah. I shouldn't always have a fantastic pastry. And mm -hmm. and we do have fabulous pastries from Baking Tradition. I mean, she's just, Nancy is phenomenal. And mm. and I love having her as my baker, and, and she's great. But I also wanted to be able to offer for people um, healthy food items. Um, I see that as, as part of the whole concept of uplifting, right, mm -hmm. is that you can also get some healthy items to go and or to enjoy there at the shop and not feel like you're neglecting yourself all the time just because um, you don't want a pastry today. Um, and so when I went into the work with the chef, that was a part of it. It needed to be easy to travel. It needed to be a healthy option and, um, and easy to make. Um, because in a coffee shop, you don't want to be waiting for 45 minutes for your food. Right. So those were kind of the requirements. And the chef that I worked with, Michelle is her name, um, she was just fantastic and, and gave me all kinds of ideas. The poppers, um, the egg poppers that we have, that was an idea that came from her. And then what I love is our baristas took that concept and went, let's do some pancake poppers, you know, mm. because how awesome is that to have little bites of pancake for those yep. people that are traveling as well. So, oh, yeah. you know, um, so our menu has really kind of changed and evolved as, as time has gone by a little bit. Um, and, and we just try it out. If it's something that all of us love and we find it craveable, then it makes its way onto our menu. And, um, one of the pieces that was really interesting when um, the pandemic hit is a lot of the health food had to kind of take a, a back seat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was people like almost instantly stopped ordering health food. Huh, um, they went straight for the different pastries and, and you know, comfort food. Yeah. And so we're now in the process of trying to bring some of those items slowly back. But it takes some time to do that just because of trying to have it in stock and not be throwing it out and, mm -hmm. and those different items. So that's been kind of a new experience for us to figure mm -hmm. out. But 
um, we're hoping to continue to bring some of those items back. What would you say? What would you say is like your most, what's the most popular thing you think on the menu right now, both for what's the most popular coffee drink and what's the most popular food item? Well, our syrups are made in house. Mm-hmm. And so um, they are fantastic. And I, I think that those make a huge difference for us. So I would say probably, um, well, with it being summer, I mean, you know, that also changes it. That pushes you more over to the iced drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the blenders have been a huge hit. So probably your iced mocha blender mm-hmm. um, is, is one of our top sellers. We also have a rock chalk cold brew. So mm-hmm. our cold brew is fantastic. And that's mixed with um, our Hildebrand. We use the Hildebrand dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so their chocolate milk is fantastic. So you put the two together and it is phenomenal. So, so um, I would say rock chalk cold brew. What do you think, Chris? Um, yeah. I would, or a blender. Right. Uh, any of, like you were saying about um, the all the syrups that we make in-house, um, Uplift has kind of gotten to be known for their um, for their honey lavender syrup um, right. and their their caramel syrup. Um, also, the you know we make our strawberry syrup uh, in house that you know so like our homemade strawberry lemonades or the blenders for those. Anything people are starting to realize how good our syrups are, and so pretty much any of those ice drinks with the syrups are yeah they're mm-hmm. a big hit right now. Yeah, you can't be yeah, down on, for a hot, sure. on a hot yeah, day. Especially on a hot day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As far as food items, I would say um, our baker makes a ham and cheese croissant or a sausage and cheese croissant that's really, really good. And then um, what we do in-house would definitely be our breakfast burrito. It comes out uh, like it's air fried. Mm. And so it's got a crispy um, shell and then on the inside, it is sausage, bacon, cheese, and scrambled egg. And it's just fantastic served with a side of salsa. And yeah, like you said, so it's ever, ever evolving. And, and so, yeah, what, um, what's kind of been some big, big learnings you've had, I guess, yeah, I guess the health, health food, you know, people not taking a dip. Right. Yeah. 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 That was a good learning curve there. <laughs> but I imagine, you know, as the summer hits here and, you know, and as, you know, pretty soon we'll head into fall, um, you know, what? Do you see kind of the local produce being offered and, and kind of do you, do you end up kind of changing with that as well? Yeah, a little bit. Um, that part gets really tricky as I'm new to the food service industry a little bit. Right. So part of it is just walking at this first year and giving myself a little bit of grace to do that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Just kind of going, okay, I'm going to, this is going to be full of all kinds of learning pieces for me. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to kind of see how how that will change for me. Right. Um, salads have just never really come out and been a strong seller. Um, and so that's been interesting, but I know with fall coming, we'll want to hit back into the soup mm. piece to kind of see if mm-hmm. the soup item will, will be a good seller again. And it was um, in the winter time before things really slowed down. So I'm I'm assuming that our soup and being able to use some fun new ingredients with that will be one of our big items. Are you guys ready for the pumpkin spice craze? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, we it's actually, about ready to roll out. Yeah. We just had in our last brew crew meeting, we had a contest for our baristas to develop a brand new drink for our menu for the fall. And so we brought in three judges um, 
from some of our customer base that are that are loyal customers that come in quite frequently. And so they were our judges. And um, so we have a brand new favorite that was picked by the judges that a barista um, created that will be coming onto our menu soon. So that will be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. I know I personally cannot wait for pumpkin season. Um, right. That's. I mean, it's just such a good, you know, flavor, especially to pair with coffee and pastries right. too and everything else. It just kind of gets you in the, the right mindset for the weather to get cooler and things to right. get cozier. So, um, so we touched on this a little bit earlier, um, but, you know, like we were saying, even though, you know, you guys have really only been open for what, like s- about seven months almost mm-hmm. at seven this point months. that we're talking to? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, certainly seems like you've really, you know, made your impact on Lawrence already and are already, you know, really integrated into the community. You've done a lot of um, different, uh, like, partnerships with local businesses. We saw you've had the Caffeinate and Craft events over with A&R Workshop. Um, you guys were part of the Caffeine Crawl um, in July. So how have you been able to, you know, make those connections so quickly and, um, kind of put these events and partnerships out there? Yeah, it's really just, um, being proactive. Um, and the caffeine crawl, I had reached out to them, shoot, not very long after we had started, Mm -hmm. um, not long after we had opened because, um, even though I knew I had seen the events that they had put on in Kansas city and Omaha and, other big cities, I, you know, I didn't know if it was possible for us to join in on the one in Kansas City. And um, they kind of pivoted that and said, you know what, why don't we try and build one for Lawrence? So, um, yeah, we had to fast forward a few months on that. And but um, it was a great turnout and a great event. And I think it got um, several of the coffee shops here in Lawrence. It gave them some great exposure. Um, yeah. so that was, that was so neat to be a part of that and hoping to continue that next year when they, um, when they start planning and, and are doing that again, they, they said that they're interested in having us back. So we cannot wait for that. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah Cause that's like a national thing. Like there's a couple yeah. different, yeah, yeah like different right cities. cities. Yeah. 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 They are, they are all over, um, all over the map on that nationally. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool to be a part of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you know, we were checking out the, the website for, you know, caffeine crawl nationally. It's all these like, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, like Omaha, Kansas city, like bigger cities. And then like Florence, Kansas is on there and you're like, Oh wow. I know. Go, Lawrence. Yeah. I know that was so, that was so great. Yeah. And the exposure in the different publications, um, is, is going to be great. So I'm excited to see, you know, when those start rolling out, how that's going to be for us. Yeah, so yeah, that's huge. That's really cool. Yeah, I would I would also have to add, you know, part of you're asking, how did we, you know, make those different connections so quickly? Um, I think a huge piece of that really was having Chris as a marketing person Mm -hmm. um, coming alongside with me. Um, I wouldn't have been able to do all of that. You know, my my thing is hiring fantastic baristas and making coffee and food. (laughs) And you don't really have time to also be a part of. Um, really branching out and being part of the community, um, you know, going to all those different events in the community and and the social media, the time that's involved in social media is mind blowing for me. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) you know, and so I think to really have somebody that's dedicated to that piece um, has been a huge benefit for our coffee shop. Yeah, it does. I mean, I think that's the one thing we've learned that too. I mean, it is hard to, you know, 
social media presence, it's, it's one of those things, it's, it's not good enough just to post every once in a while. Like, you really, <laughs> yeah, to be good, relentless, you, yeah, you, know? you kind of need to always be thinking about it. So, yeah. That's, yeah. And you it's one of those things you've that. just got to be really, um, um, you know, you've got to be on there and basically talking to people, you mm-hmm. know, so rather than just um, posting every now and then, it's it's one of those things that you've just got to be on there and chatting with people and, mm-hmm. um you know, so it's really, they kind of feel like you're, you're on there 24 seven. Yeah. 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 And then people come to expect, you know, seeing something from you, you know, pretty regularly and then it just becomes part of their feed and awareness. And then that's how that all kind of snowballs. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the other piece that I, I love about our social media uh, is that we have fun with it, Mm -hmm. you know, um, like we have Gibbles is out, Gibbles is out hiding again, our little gnome (laughs) and, um, So that's fun to kind of play, you know, give, give something that's fun and, and different and, and joins in with other businesses Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, having fun together. I think that's important. We all need to laugh a little bit and enjoy life to, you know, to the full extent and, and doing fun things like that to me is a piece of it. And so, and Chris just does a great job with coming up with, with ways to, um, make fun hints and, you know, yeah. make it a fun game for everybody. And, yeah. and I love that. So yeah, that's what we we're going to bring up. I really like that. I like that garden, the garden gnome kind of idea of moving right. around. Right. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, yeah, you kind of, it's like you said, once again, you know, you're, you're moving it to different other, you know, other local businesses and all that, mm-hmm. you know, giving it, making it so it's not just about, you know, obviously, you know, right. you guys, it's also about the community. So I think that's right. Whatever right. we can do to help, you know, bring some exposure to other local businesses. Um, right. we're all about that. So Right. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, but it's also just helping to bring other businesses exposure. And, right. you know, we're all in this together. So, <laughs> right. yeah, whatever yeah. we can do to do our part. Uh, so something we've liked, we've been asking everyone, you know, during these times, you know, when you're when you're not, you know, snacking at a, at the coffee shop, you know, what what, what, it, what has been your go to uh, COVID uh, takeout item right now? Or I would say it's either Henry T's or Big's Burgers. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, there you go. Or or Johnny's. Yes. Oh yeah, Johnny's. Yeah. Yep. yep. We've oh, done yeah, Johnny's. Yeah, that's not too um, far. Not yeah. Too... Yeah, and some pizza too. I think we've done Minsky's or Rudy's and uh-huh. but yeah, it's Henry T's is is just right up the road and um yeah, we've had several brew crew meetings where they've they've helped us out with uh with supplying our baristas food. So that was really awesome. Well, we really really appreciate both of you, you know, taking the time to be able to talk with us today. We, we really, really love what, you, you know, kind of learning about what, what went into it. Cause yeah, I, we could only imagine you know, opening up a coffee shop during the, yeah. during everything that's happened was, was definitely a struggle, but you guys seem to, you know, you're really doing, really doing a great job up there and really bringing in the community. Yeah. And, kind of rolling with it. And I mean, really everything that you, you know, had set out to do, um, even, you know, before COVID obviously I think is even as far as, you know, building community and building those, relationships and things like that um is even more important now than ever more appealing to people too you know um just to be a source of that positivity um so that's something that you know we just think is great we love what you're doing thank you excellent thank you thank you so much yeah so um so yeah so for everyone listening uh, you know like we said you know uplift is is located in uh in north lawrence uh i think your address is 624 north second street um, so yeah, basically right, right after you cross the river there. Um, and then as you're getting onto I-70, uh, make sure you, you know, you're, you're taking, taking a look and, uh, stopping by. And like you said, you guys got a nice patio. You can sit outside 
enjoy some shade and, and a water feature and, and enjoy some delicious coffee and treats. So absolutely. Um, and we've got an app out there. So uh, oh, yeah, for yeah. Android or Apple. Yeah. So super easy to just download the app and, you know, order online and just swing by and pick it up. We've got it ready for you. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really it's nice. I saw, I saw you can, you, know, you can pick up, you can decide on the time you want to pick it up and all that. So you can kind of pre-plan mm-hmm. and yeah, swing on by. So yeah, that's great. And you guys, like we mentioned, are on social media. So yeah, I think what you're kind of on the uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, yep, Twitter. we're on there. Yep. Yeah. So so yeah, make sure you check them out. And uh, yeah, so once again, thanks for talking to us. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks, yeah. Jake. <laughs> thanks, Kristen. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Lawrence Forking Kansas. We had a great time chatting with Kelly Huesleg and Chris O'Brien from Uplift Coffee Shop. If you're able to support the local food scene during this time, we really encourage you to do so. Um, You can order delicious food, beer, coffee, cocktails, and a lot of other great products from our local businesses. You know, and a lot of them are all offering, you know, takeout or some delivery service. Um, And, you know, look, go to the, you know, farmer's market, buy local produce from, you know, from those local farmers. We have CSAs out there. You got sunflower provisions. Uh, there's just a whole bunch of ways that you can support uh, the local local businesses here in Lawrence. And there is always the Lawrence Hospitality Crisis Fund um, that's always looking for donations as well. And um, something else that you can do to you know help us spread the word and support local businesses during this time is to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating. That helps other people find us and then they can you know hear about all the great things that are happening in Lawrence. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at Lawrence Forking Kansas, Instagram at Lawrence Forking Kansas, and Twitter at Lawrence Forking. Uh, so feel free, find our pages, you know, like us, follow us, share them with a friend, share some comments back to us. Um, we always like hearing from everyone. And if you're a restaurant or a food business owner in town and you're interested in coming on the show, please just reach out to us on social media or email us at lawrenceforkingkansas at gmail.com and let us know. We are always looking for new people to talk to and would love to have you on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.